and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all all having an absolutely terrific day today. I hope you guys had a great weekend, enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday, got a lot of articles and stuff going on for you today. And so be sure if you need anything, check out the website at healthmasters.com. We always have lots of different specials going on, including the Testo Plus on sale as product of the week right now. So be sure to check that out. One of the first things I saw this morning, this is interesting. The Canadian truckers are just continually impressing me with their resolve and standpoint on this as far as they're not going to comply. And even though the state of emergency has now been declared in Ottawa and now appears Trudeau is actually discussing the Emergency Powers Act. I saw this earlier on MSN first thing this morning. He said that the government was prepared to invoke the Emergency Act, rarely used legislation that grants federal authorities expanded exceptional power. What's interesting, I was reading about this, said declaring a public order emergency expansion would grant the federal government exceptional power to limit public assembly, to limit travel, to assume control over public utilities and services, and breaching those orders would provoke jail times. So apparently what's happened is now the narrative has collapsed so far on itself in Canada, and the noncompliance is starting to expand so far across the country, they're willing to actually just go in and start doing full-blown lockdowns again. And again, of course, that's for your protection You know, in Canada. They want to make sure they're protecting you from the dangerous truckers that are running around. And what's interesting about it is I saw a, um, a uh, tweet from Candace Owens the other day, and you know she puts out some pretty good stuff sometimes as far as some of the comments she makes. And what was so funny about it is, I mean, it didn't, I mean, it made perfect sense when she said it. And what's ironic is a lot of people have kind of failed to figure this out. And she said Trudeau is saying that the truckers have no right to shut down the economy and prevent people from living their day-to-day lives. He does not appreciate the irony that his government for the last two years has shut down the the economy and prevented people from living their day-to-day lives. And she pretty much nailed that on the head. It's so funny when they want to do it to provoke their own response and push their own agenda. It's totally cool, and you have to follow it. When the truckers decide they're no longer going to follow those restrictions and go an opposite route, well, suddenly they're branded terrorists and the Emergency Powers Act needs to be implemented. When now we see TD Bank has now frozen two bank accounts, one of which included $1.1 million paid into them destined to support trucker protests gathering under the Canadian Freedom Convoy banner, Reuters reported. The decision to freeze the money before distribution to the anti-vaccine mandate protesters was confirmed by a spokesperson. The move came after TD applied to the Ontario Superior Court of Justice this week about taking funds sent through bank transfers and GoFundMe and giving them to intended recipients or returning them to donors who had requested refunds. This is getting so far out of hand. And this, again, right here, though, this right here is the prime example of why a digital currency does not benefit or support a free world. Digital currency and digital banking is what is going to be pushed further and further and further so that nobody has the ability to go in 
and transfer funds to one another through, say, cash or gold or silver, whatever currency. This is one of the reasons why Bitcoin has been so popular, even though it's got a lot of different you know, roadblocks in some of it. A lot of this stuff has become popular because when you start go dealing with these banks – they basically can do whatever they want. I just got notified from SunTrust, which I've used pretty much my whole life, and they've now merged with BB&T with a hostile takeover from a new company called Truist. And I just got an email today basically stating that February 18th all the way up until February 21st, so basically this weekend coming up, all online banking will be down. That is all transfers, all debit cards, all ATMs. All of that is not going to work over the weekend because they're doing a full giant transition and merging BB&T and SunTrust into this new Truist platform. And Truist, from what I found out, was a full hostile takeover of SunTrust and BB&T. Once they own enough shares and they have enough control on the boards, they just take the banks over. And this is what the big bank boys have been doing for decades. This is not some new idea, and this is what they're continually doing to merge with acquisitions and mergers, everything from banks to food corporations all across the board. And now we're seeing what they're doing with restricting funds from going to the people that they were donated to. Now we're seeing a giant freedom convoy rally arriving in Brussels. They're saying now that essentially despite authorities banning the demonstration, over 1,300 vehicles are moving in the capital of the European Union Brussels Monday morning despite such a ban. With 30 intercepted by cops so far, however, more are still continuing to pour in. Police have warned motors to avoid trying to drive into the city. Authorities in charge of the European city says Paris and Vienna have made similar attempts to ban demo styles on anti-mandatory vaccine protests in Canada, though all so far have been futile this is going to continue to escalate further and further and further and what's going to happen is and this is why i've continued to give everybody a heads up as the supply chain continues to change and as these trucks continue to move the overall facet of transport and goods and services and food is going to be restricted not just by the truckers but by the banking cartel that essentially is running the world through the all the different banks that they use and the world monetary funds and you know, the IMF and everything else. These guys are going to go in now and use these trucks and use these basically protests of not wanting to get injected with a kill shot as an excuse to continue to restrict the movement of goods and services and then blame that on the people that are protesting and the people that are trying to support and mandate freedom. You can already see how it's tying in. This is why I continue to tell everybody, make sure you have supplies in hand. Make sure you have whatever thing you need, whether it be cinnamon extract for blood sugar or food buckets or beans and rice or ammunition. Whatever you need, a supply you need, make sure you have it on hand because this is going to start escalating very quickly as it has to, as people have had enough. And if people don't push back and resist – this was never going to end. I've said that for the last year and a half. I said as long as people comply, as long as people go along with this, it's not going to stop. It's ironic. I saw uh, footage of individual celebrities at the Super Bowl. I didn't watch the Super Bowl filth yesterday. I actually didn't see anything. I don't even know who won. But I saw photos. Breitbart had posted it. How all these celebrities from Jay-Z and Beyonce and all these celebrities up there in, you know, their big rooms and their big, you know, basically the VIP sections, none of them are wearing masks anywhere. Yet there's still a mask mandate in California that's supposedly lifting up in tomorrow, I think, but doesn't matter. The elites in the upper rooms watching those shows and watching their games don't have to wear masks. They just attempt not to because they know what's going on. 
This is what happens when you have a tiered system where you have individuals that are dictating all of the rules and rights and requirements to the other group below them. You don't have a republic anymore. You essentially have an oligarchy, and that's what we're turning into again where we're having these elite individuals that basically tell you, oh, you can't do that because I said you can't do that, but I can do whatever I want. Bumbling buffoon Biden attempted to actually put together a sentence yesterday without a teleprompter, and he said, if you're exercising your personal freedom, but it could put somebody else in jeopardy, I don't consider that freedom, stating sarcastically before telling people who don't want to keep wearing masks and getting the shots that they need to think of the children and stop being selfish. Well, as we blatantly see now, the lies and the narrative have completely collapsed, as, as I've said before. If the mask mandates and the shot mandates and the vaccine passports and the lockdowns and all this stuff was so effective, why isn't Florida a waste zone right now? Why isn't it a wasteland? Why aren't there just bodies piled up and it's like zombie land down here and everybody's dead because we've had no mandates since basically summer of 2020? Again, the lie will continue to keep going as long as people keep listening and believing it. That's why it's so important we get the truth and the news out there. What do you think, Dad? Uh, you know, all of this obfuscation, you know, the cover-up, the shot damages, to cover up all the stuff that's going on with the clots, to cover up all these children dying and coming down with myocarditis and pericarditis and all these women miscarrying because of these injections – they're doing everything they possibly can to cause other news stories to come out, including this, including this contrived Ukraine mess. Now, Russia has no reason to invade Ukraine. They really don't. They've told us they don't want to. But you're, we're saying they're going to invade Ukraine in, you know, in two days, you know, on Wednesday. And there's 100,000 troops massed on the border, blah, blah, blah. And Russia's trying to secure their borders. They have a right to do so. But we say, no, you can't do that. And so Biden and the entire media, now, including, you know, Breitbart, you know, including Drudge, including everything that's out there promoting this stuff, is telling us that there's this giant war about to begin in Europe. I spoke to a friend of mine who's a pilot the other day, and he does lessons, and he told me, he said, look, he said, here's the deal. We don't have any people coming in for lessons. He says, we're like completely dead. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. He goes, no, nah, man, we're, we, got, we have nothing going on. And I'm like, wow, he goes, and everybody's telling me that all the other schools and all the other places are like that. Everybody's scared of war. You know, Jiro Salente has said for years, if they can't control anything, they start to they take you to war. They did it in World War One. They did it in World War Two. They did it in the Korean War. They did it in the Vietnam War. They did it with the Afghan mess for 20 years. All of this stuff is always contrived and always planned by the banking elite, just like Austin said. The international Kabbalist Luciferian bankers run the stinking planet through their ancient Canaanite religions. And that's who's doing this show. That's the ones who are doing all of this mess, but yet we're not supposed to talk about that. Same thing happened with Abraham Lincoln, that unbelievably horrible war criminal. All of it is done by these international bankers. They always start everything. Remember what Lord Rothschild, the first one his mom said? If my son deems there to be a war, there's going to be a war. If he just says there's not going to be a war, there's not going to be a war. But she was so bold and so brazen and so cabalist that she basically just came out and told everybody the truth and stuck their nose in it and said, live with it. It's what the truth is, and that's how I'm going to live, and you're going to listen to me. And that's, what, that's the attitude of these people. They consider Christians to be inferior species. They consider us to be just animals. Uh, gosh, guys. If you really understood, and I know a lot of you do, what's going on with this Kabbalah Shabbat group that's running the planet, this doomsday cult, 
the one that re- resurrect their serpent god, and they also use the hermaphrodite baphomet, the symbology of the serpent god. I mean, all of this stuff is all happening around us, but we're not supposed to talk about it. But we do talk about it on this show. But here's an article from The Last Refuge, and it says it's official. White House Ukraine crisis is manufactured. Pelosi says if, you, if Russia does not invade Ukraine on Wednesday, it proves the strength and the brilliance of the Joe Biden policy. What? We've got a senile woman talking about a senile president as far as being having strength on national talk shows if we don't go to war. And, and I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. First, you have to accuse Vladimir Putin of doing something he never intended to do, which is a fabricated scenario, which is all done by the media. Second, tell the world you will strongly respond to the fabricated scenario that's not doesn't exist. And third, tell the world the world the exact date when the fabricated scenario is supposed to happen. Then when the fabricated scenario never happens, it is because you are so brilliant and strong and you have outmaneuvered and made the Russians bow down to you. Wait a minute. Look, guys, let me tell you what. There's either going to be a war in Ukraine or there's not. What does that have to do with the United States of America and why are we involved in it? Period. That's just the bottom line. It's obfuscation. It's to cover up the fact that they're killing us with clot shots. It's to cover up the fact that the truckers and these protesters all over the world are having a serious effect on economies and supply chain disruption and basically general government activities in these particular capitals are going into as far as coming in and out of the capital because they can't get in and out because everything's blocked. And then we have the one lady from Homeland Security saying, well, we need to just go ahead and slash the tires. That's smart. You moron. You take an 80,000-pound rig and you slash its tires. Now, instead of just getting in the vehicle and starting it and driving it off, now you either have to replace the tires or have the thing put on a bed and have it towed off. You know how much more work that is? But they don't understand what they're saying. They're, they're, they're morons who read scripts. That's all they are. But in the meantime, while all of this stuff is going on, <laughs> we're basically being told to ignore the vaccine mandates, to pay attention to the Russian-Ukraine scenario, to ignore the fact that people are waking up in the middle of the night now, can't sleep anymore because the 5G's been turned on. We need, we need to basically not look at the very serious problems that are the continuing research and the weaponizing viruses and making them contagious that is financed by Fauci, the National Institutes of Health, and by the U.S. Defense Research Project's DARPA, and the absence of medical research on how to help those whose health has been damaged by mRNA vaccines. Now, I've talked to you guys about this, about Francis Boyle, who wrote the Biological Weapons Treaty. This, this What they're doing with this gain of function is banned. Fauci gets around this law by claiming that the research is not for biowarfare purposes, but to anticipate viruses that might emerge in nature so that we will be prepared to combat them. Francis Boyle, who wrote the implementing legislation for the U.S., says the gain-of-function research which gave COVID viruses contagious feature is a violation of the law. As DARPA has had so many scientists employed in this illegal research, usually protected under national security, no one has been brave enough to do anything about it. As the banned research continues, we are faced with another virus escape or intentional release in service to a secret agenda, such as more control over populations or reduced population. The adverse vaccine reporting systems of the United States, UK and European Union show the mRNA vaccines have killed tens of thousands. I will say has killed millions, in my opinion. This is Deb Brower saying this. These numbers are only a fraction of the deaths and injuries known as the deaths and injuries are vastly underreported. 
The medical establishment, which is allied with the pharmaceutical companies, which are all controlled through the international banking houses, endorsed mandated vaccination by an untested substance inappropriately given emergency use authorization. To protect his own credibility, the medical establishment refuses to acknowledge that the injuries and the deaths are vaccine-related. They falsely claim that adverse reactions are rare, and they classify the deaths and injuries as COVID cases. Since none of the medical establishment, since the medical establishment is too corrupt to acknowledge the massive mistake, the medical establishment is not interested in how to cleanse the body of the toxic elements of the vaccines, which is impossible to do with mRNA, which has changed the way the mitochondrial function and how the cells work. So this is what's happening all over the world. They're pro- they're doing everything they possibly can to cover up the fact that it is the bankers. It is the international bankers who are doing all of this. There's an excellent article that was done by Craig Hunter. I posted it on the website. It's called Financial Atrocities at the Core of All Global Problems. This guy goes on to say, macroeconomic analyst Rob Kirby says all of the problems in the world, whether it's the truckers in Canada or the trouble in Ukraine, can be traced back to the obscene secret money creation and the lies that cover it all up before it blows up. Kirby, who lives in Toronto, Canada, has a front row seat to the freedom trucker, says what's occurring with the truckers in Canada, what's occurring in the Ukraine, what's occurring in the South China Sea regarding Tyan, whatever is occurring in the Koreas, all geographical tension everywhere in the world is traceable back to the money. How many times have you heard me and also say this? The amount of money that is being created is stunningly larger than what we've been acknowledged and published for consumption. Listen to this. As just one example of out-of-control money printing and massive fraud, Kirby uses the recent work of Dr. Mark Skidmore and the $400 billion of investment assets at Social Security being churned more than 100 times the amount. You hear that? Kirby explains Social Security has $400 billion in investable retirement assets. In the 2019 one-year time frame, Dr. Mark Skidmore showed that those $400 billion in investable retirement assets were turned over in excess of $44 trillion, 100 times that amount. This is a neon sign for the colossal fraud, any way you look at it. Kirby says the Fed's balance sheet is another huge fraud instead of nearly $9 trillion in debt. It's probably more like $100 trillion in unacknowledged money. I've said this over and over again. I say it's the quadrillions with unacknowledged money with the derivative exposure. Kirby says if you add the $100 trillion to the $8.8 trillion balance sheet, you have a different picture than we're being presented. The problem is the money is the core of everything. When you created that much money, you have to lie. If it becomes understood just how much money there really is, the dollar would lose its place as the world reserve currency immediately. They are living a lie. The problem with telling lies, you have to tell bigger and bigger lies, and you have to compound the lies. One thing does not lie is the spiking price inflation, which is signaling dramatically depreciating dollar. Kirby says in the last year, the American price of natural gas is up 81 percent. The price of crude oil is up 66 percent. Agricultural commodities, 24 percent. Rent is up 13 percent. Used car prices, guys, up 44 percent. Gasoline is up 36 percent. Cattle prices up 20 percent. Lumber's up. And it goes on and on and on. Coffee's up 92 percent. In short, Kirby points out that the U.S. government is lying its tail off about the true inflation number. That is why... In this last interview, the Kirby has said the dollar has stage four terminal cancer. Guys, listen to me. The international satanic cabalist. I, you know, it's so funny. I was speaking with Sheila the other day, and it was interesting because I, she said to me, she said, you know, you were one of the first people 
the fact that you were the first person that linked all of this to the international satanic Kabbalist Luciferian sex death cult ring that has been running the planet for thousands of years. You're the only one that's ever pointed out all the way back to the Canaanite religions and the ancient religions of Isis and Osiris and all of the things and who these people are. And I said, well, yeah, that's, that's, I try my best. I do my research. And I said, thank you for acknowledging that. I said, but I'm probably not the first person to discuss it, but I'm probably the first person to openly discuss it on a podcast. And I said, the reality is, is that once you see this, it cannot be unseen. What they've done to us, the startling implications of all of this, including the eugenics program protocol that is on top of us right now with these kill shots is mind blowing. It really is. And we've got people all over the place with all kinds of lung infections. Sores that won't heal, cancer, spontaneous cancer, spontaneous abortions. All of this stuff is happening everywhere, but they don't want to talk about that. They want to talk about a fabricated crisis in Ukraine because they don't want us to go into detail what's happening with the truckers and all the stuff that we've mentioned already on the show. Because it all points back to the international banking cartel that uses ancient Babylonian money magic to create all of this debt through fractional reserve banking. And it's this group that has been running the planet. I said this two years ago, and I'll say it again. The only group that has the power to shut down the economic world engine are the international bankers because they can stop and slow down the supply lines. Exactly what they did to Germany in 1933. They had their little test run with it back then. This is who runs the planet, and they are directly answering to their god, Lucifer, who they call Isaf, who's the snake in a tree. These are the international Kabbalists who do it all, who are trying to force the planet to be as evil as it possibly can to resurrect their serpent god and rebuild their third temple to bring this serpent god out onto the temple steps and to basically declare him God. This is the group, has always been the group, it's always the same people, and once we see it, you cannot unsee it. Oh, gosh, unbelievable, guys. I, I get so frustrated when people want to start talking about subtopics, and they make the subtopics the most important thing out there, and we've got to treat the subtopics. No, we don't. We've got to get rid of the international Kabbalist ring that runs this country through Jeffrey Epstein, through Mossad, through Israel, through the formation of the credit, through all of the Costa Nostra and all the mafiosa groups. That's what we have to do. Kennedy tried to do it. They blew his head off. But we've got to acknowledge that he tried to do it, and we need to continue to push forward with the agenda that he had to get rid of this mess. Austin, what do you think, and what's your next story? Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's obvious very clearly who's running the show with this. That's why they showed on one graph the other day. It was two different news articles, okay, and they put them together online. And it said, essentially, the lower class has lost I think $3.4 trillion in overall wealth from inflation, from loss of income, from business shutting down, from basically just every facet of everyone's lives that are essentially in the, in the grinder down here actually working. And another news article said the top 1% just got $3 trillion richer. That was literally what it said. It's showing very clearly – the direct transfer of wealth. And the bankers are great at this, and they're great at obfuscation. They keep people distracted while they're playing behind the scenes. We saw this with all these stocks. Now we're seeing that the Moderna CEO has now deleted his Twitter. There's been multiple reports of him and basically another board member starting to low, unload stock. Now, I don't know how much. There's been numbers of speculation, but I can't get a real number on how much stock they've been dumping. But he did definitely delete his Twitter, which is very odd to me. Why is, why is the Moderna CEO deleting his Twitter? Now you have all of a sudden, and this is good, 
but this narrative's starting to collapse pretty fast, and it's very certain people need to be aware of this. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced on Friday they are delaying the approval of Pfizer's injection for young children between the age of six and four years. Since up to this point, the FDA has essentially illegally approved the other Pfizer shots by simply rubber stamping Pfizer's own data that they came out and said, well, this is the data that we produced. No third party, no outside testing, no outside researchers, nothing. Pfizer's own data, which is hidden from the public, by the way. We're not allowed to see all the data. They give us little snippets. Oh, this is why it worked effectively 96% of the time. Here you go. Well, let's see the entire data. Oh, no, we can't really solve the data until 2095. We, we can't release all that. Well, what about the ingredients on in it? No, we can't let you know what all the ingredients are in it. Actually, when we send the vaccines out of the boxes, we're going to put blank pieces of paper in them. So when you open them up to read all about the vaccines, which is normally required by law that has to be sent with the vaccines, yeah, it's not going to be in there. It's going to be a blank piece of paper with our name on it. Oh, okay. Well, the question to beg is why? Is something starting to come out about this? Pfizer's worked hard to hide the clinical data from the trials from the public. Recent court rulings, if you guys remember, have not gone their way. The FDA originally asked the court to delay releasing their clinical data for 75 years, I just said, but then agreed to provide 500 pages per month. In late January, attorney Aaron Siri reported that the federal judge shot down the FDA's request of 500 pages per month and instead ordered the FDA to produce a rate of 55,000 pages per month starting on March 1st. Siri also reported that Pfizer is joining the FDA in the case. And why not, since the FDA basically works for Pfizer. <laughs> We've seen that now. So now all of a sudden, the FDA is halting the release of the shot for six-month-old to four-year-olds, which for absolute good reason, nobody needs to get this shot, period, much less children. Remember when uh, basically the uh, CEO of Pfizer came out and he said, oh, well, we're looking at the clinical trial. Uh, this age bracket's going to need three injections to be properly protected against covid even though the data has shown that the shot does not protect you whatsoever against COVID, it slightly reduces symptoms in some of the skewed clinical trials, and that's it. And yet children ages six months to four years old are in like the lowest mortality rate bracket of COVID, virtually no deaths of any statistical probability or significance have occurred in that age group, yet they're trying to rubber stamp it. But I told you before, it would be the only country in the entire world United States would be. They would be allowing the shot to be given to six-month-old to four-year-olds. Well, the FDA is blocking it now. Now we're seeing the stuff starting to come out with Moderna. I don't know what's starting to get released, but people are starting to wake up. And I really, really hope and pray and keep pushing that this stuff about Pfizer and Moderna gets fully exposed what RNA gene therapy is doing to people. The sad part is so many people have gotten the injection. But at least if we can stop this crap now, we may be able to salvage some aspect of the health of this country. As I'm telling you, from the research I've seen and the doctors I've talked to, this stuff is not good. Nobody has any idea what the negative side effects and how severe they're going to be long-term are, period. Nobody, because nobody's tested this stuff long-term, except when they did it in animal studies back, what, six, seven years ago, all the ferrets died when they did RNA gene therapy on them. Now they're doing clinical studies with Moderna with an HIV RNA vaccine. Tell me why that's being used and that's being tested. I brought that up on the Hagman show on Friday. All these all these stories now coming out about people catching COVID and then testing positive for HIV. Well, imagine that. Their dad broke this story at the beginning of 2020 when he was talking about there's an HIV component attached to the SARS-CoV-2 when they brewed this thing up in Wuhan. So what's going on with Pfizer? Why is the FDA delaying it? And it's a good thing 
But again, we need to start digging more and expose them for what they are because we have momentum right now. People are waking up with these convoy truckers. I mean, everybody I've talked to has been hearing about it. They're like, yeah, dude, this is great. This is funny as far as the fact that they're so flipping out in Canada with the government up there. They don't know what to do. I said, yeah, it is. I said, but it's time we continue to put it down and we continue to push back. And like Dad said earlier, now the VAERS report is showing there's been 3,573 fetal deaths from VAERS directly from the COVID-19 injection over the past year. This is insanely high. This is actually 1,867% increase over non-COVID vaccines. This, again, is not coincidental, my friends. There's something very, very sinister going on with what this does to children with the blood clots. And now, as we continue to see the narrative collapse, people are starting to wake up, and it is our job to continue to get the truth out there. Also, too, in other news, when I talk about people staying prepped and prepared in your own home and being able to defend yourself, I mean it sincerely. This is why I encourage people, make sure you have access to whatever you know defensive weapons you need to protect your family and your home. Down in West Palm Beach, Florida, this is just over the weekend, 4 a.m. Saturday morning, someone broke into the couple's house. The couple was living in the house of Palm Beach, turned on the bedroom light, was fatally shot by the homeowner. They said the alleged intruder was shot after startling the sleeping couple. There was a verbal confrontation between the homeowner and the alleged intruder when the light was turned on. The confrontation was followed by a gunshot. The wounded suspect was taken to the hospital and pronounced dead. The homeowners were not harmed. They also noted that the sleeping couple did not know the intruder or have any connection with him. This is very important. This is also a really good ending to a story that could have been really bad. Is everybody has heard me on the show before I've told you. The cops show up after the crime in most cases. Majority of the incidences that occur, they're there to do a report. Now, if it's a hostage situation or something like that, they deploy SWAT. A majority of home invasions, burglaries, robberies, and so forth, they are all done after the matter as far as when police get there. You are your first responder. That's why Sheriff Grady Judd has been very clear, our, our county sheriff down here. He said, I expect you guys to have a weapon in your house, and if somebody breaks in your house, I expect you to blow them back out of your house with your firearm. It is your responsibility. He goes, because we can't be everywhere all the time. The sheriff's department isn't probably going to be there when you get broken into unless you happen to have a sheriff sitting in front of your house on a detail or driving by right when he sees it happen. So, but even at that, that's such a rare occasion that virtually never happens. So it's very important to understand. As the situations continue to degrade in society, we're seeing now shoplifting becoming an epidemic all across the country now, and it's not just even shoplifting anymore. It's just full-blown robberies. They're calling it shoplifting. Shoplifting is usually where you go in and you steal a tube of toothpaste or something, and you walk out, you know, petty theft. We're talking about people going in with bags and unloading giant bags and, you know, basically the store and stealing stuff out. People coming in in ski masks with crowbars and stealing whole aisles of stuff. People going in and busting in the jewelry stores and Louis Vuitton and, you know, um, Nordstrom and all that. You guys have seen the videos. This is going to start occurring more and more and more as a lot of these leftist cities have relaxed, (laughs) relaxed the punishment on people doing this and basically restricted the people from defending them. This is what always occurs. That's why it's really good if you're living in a free state like Texas or Florida or Montana, a lot of other states where you have the right to defend yourself and you have the right to stand your ground. Very, very important. Also, too, as we're starting to see the 
lockdowns loosen up, which they should have never been there. Always remember this, because I was talking to somebody about this over the weekend. I said a lot of people are getting excited, and they're saying, oh, yeah, the lockdowns are stopping. This, you know, We're excited about this. Yes, we're making progress, and we're showing these guys basically we're not going to comply anymore. But always remember this. Don't get excited because you're getting your rights privileged back to you after they've been stolen from you. It's like if somebody goes into your house and they steal your TV and you catch them in the driveway and you're like, dude, why are you stealing my TV? Put my TV back in my house. You're not going to sit there and thank them when they're done. Say, man, I really appreciate you putting my TV back. You know, I know you were stealing it. I know you intended to steal it and take it off and make money on it. But, you know, really, you need to make sure that you just, you know, thank you. Thank you for putting it back. I appreciate that. No, you don't. You're going to prosecute them. If they're armed, you're going to shoot them if they're in your house. You're not going to sit there and thank them for bringing your TV back. This is what people have to remember. You don't thank tyrants for giving you your privileges because they're not privileges, but that's what they are when they're given back to you. You take them back and you demand they're respected and you keep calling them rights and you maintain them as rights. Continue to remember that, my friends. I've seen a lot of that on social media now where people are getting excited, and understandably, but also to understand what we're seeing and understand this isn't going to stop. They are going to try to fabricate something else. And like Dad just said, they're spooling up this whole thing in Ukraine. I keep hearing about this all the time. That's why I don't talk about it on the show much. This has been an ongoing affair with Russia and Ukraine for a very, very long time. This is not some new incident. Are things escalating over there? Sure. Is this going to be another banker war if it starts? Absolutely. You guarantee you it will. This is what they do every single time. When they lose the narrative, if they can't control what's going on, they take everybody to war, and they say it was because some obtuse reason that nobody really understands, and then you read about it 40, 50, 60 years later, the real reason. That's why you look back now and read the real story about the Civil War, about World War One, about World War Two. The thing about it is when it was happening – most people didn't understand why the truth was actually happening as far as the real reason that it was going on. Understand that we have to continue to get the truth out there. What do you think, Dad? Well, you're right, Austin. Usually when things are happening, you know, the beginning with World War One, World War Two, people really didn't understand it. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't know they were being manipulated by the international political Zionists that basically wanted to take Palestine and turn it into Israel. They didn't know any of this stuff was going on. They didn't understand when they when they sunk the Lusitania that it was done on purpose. And the Lusitania was brought to almost a standstill to allow a torpedo to go into it, and it hit the armament inside of the ship, and then it sank. Austin and I – listen to me, guys. Austin and I were at the cemetery, which is the people that had died in the Lusitania were there. They were buried there. The whole cemetery was in a state of disrepair because it's been 100 years ago. We, were, we saw it. We saw where it happened, you know, right off the coast. It was done on purpose. And the German government had taken out an ad in the New York Times or the, whatever the big paper was back then and said, do not get on these ships going to England because they're carrying armaments and munitions for England. We consider these to be ships of war. And that ship was told – the ship was told there was a submarine. They knew there was a submarine right there. They told – it was it could run at 30 knots almost. I mean it could outrun the torpedoes, outrun the submarines. But it was told to come to almost complete standstill to allow a torpedo to be put into it, which detonated the munitions, which sank the ship within, within less than 20 minutes and killed almost everybody on board. It was done on purpose to demonize the Germans to get the United States into World War One. That's what was going on. It's all, again, run by the international crime cabal, Luciferian media controlled by the international banking community. We see it. And what we have here in the Ukraine now is another 
picture of the tail wagging the dog. That's all this is. They're controlling the narrative and pushing us into believing that these things are happening. Don't you remember the weapons of mass destruction that Saddam Hussein had in Iraq? And how the little children in Kuwait were thrown out of the incubators left to die on the floor? And all of it was a lie? Everything was a lie. But all those people went over there and, and, and just died. We had lost those troops. Over a million Iraqis, a million Kuwaitis, a million, all kinds of people, not a million Kuwaitis, but a million Iraqis died. All of this stuff happened. And then George W. went in because he was angry. This is Hussein was angry at his dad. And basically after 9-11 attacked Iraq, though Iraq had absolutely nothing to do with 9-11. Period. Had nothing to do with 9-11, but to make any difference, we went out there and destroyed the country. So we could put a central bank into Iraq because we were doing it under the behest and the orders of the international banking cartels. It's always these guys, friends. It's just who it is. You look at the movies that are out right now. You got Blacklight, which don't go see. I walked out of it yesterday after 15 minutes, one of the worst movies I've ever seen with Lehman Neeson. It shows AOC, basically a basically symbol of a person being AOC, not, or not the actual AOC, running her big mouth at a big rally, that her being run over, and then the state coming in and doing vengeance against the people who ran over her. It showed a bunch of redneck hill and hillbillies, what they were, just made them as awful as they possibly could, and they equated those to being the people of January the 6th. I kid you not, I read the article on it said, this is to symbolize the January the 6th protesters who did the insurrection of the Capitol and attempted a coup d'etat of the United States of America. What in the world do people believe? And these guys are just a bunch of loons, these hillbillies. And it shows them as January 6th protesters. It shows this lady acting as AOC. That was it for me. I got up and walked out. I was done. This is ridiculous. So then we went and saw the movie, you know, the, uh, the you know Death on the Nile, which was an okay movie. It was. Great cinematography in it. But then we have got to deal with Gal Gadot, who basically is Wonder Woman, who many people say is a guy who's a transgender. I don't know if it's true or not. I posted a video of it on, my, on the Health Masters website, and then it shows her with a baby bump, having an infant, having a baby, and holding the baby bump. And I didn't know they sold fake baby bumps on eBay. I don't, I'm not even joking. They sell fake baby bumps, latex baby bumps on eBay. There's a whole big assortment of them. Why would anybody want to run around with a fake baby bump? I don't know. You can speculate that on your own. And I and I just and I sit back and I look at this and they've got lesbians in the movie. You know, they've got all kinds of crazy stuff in the movie. It was an OK movie. But just be aware of it if you go into it. And then you've got the power of the dog. I looked at that yesterday. I thought power of a dog. It's a Western. No, it's not. It's another broke back mountain movie. Bunch of gay stuff in it. Bunch of queers. OK. So if you want to go see, which I know you don't, another Brokeback Mountain movie, which I've never watched, there you go, have it. It's been, a, it's been nominated for literally 100 awards. I mean, it's ridiculous because every time that remember, – remember this. Let's just go ahead and go politically incorrect for a second. Years ago, we were going to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City, and I, I flew up there. You know, I think we were on American Airlines with a pastor friend of mine. We were able to get hotel rooms right on the parade route, and it was him, his wife, his child, his one daughter, me and Sharon, our three younger kids, and we basically, this was like 15 years ago, and Austin was in college at the time, and, and we flew up to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade thing, and the weather was awful. Did it once, one and done on that deal, and I got up there. We got in a taxi, and the taxi basically, uh, we were talking, and I told 
my buddy David, the pastor, I said, now, we'll notice something. There'll be a massive absence of any Christmas decorations depicting Jesus, the manger, or anything, and no Christmas trees other than probably Trump Tower and Rockefeller Center, and that'll be it. There won't be any other Christmas decorations up. Now, there'll be, there'll be, there'll be holiday decorations up like in, in Macy's and the window, et cetera, et cetera, but they won't depict anything about Jesus. And the cab driver started laughing. And he says, he goes, you're absolutely right. He says, our entire city is run by the Jewish interest, interest, New York City. And I said, well, everybody knows that. He said, the entire theater is run through the Jewish interest. And I said, well, everybody knows that too. And uh, he goes, yeah, he says, here's, but here's what you don't know. He goes, the Jews, in most cases, when they go to school, they basically have a school for the men and a school for the boys or for the girls. And the men are primarily groomed to become homosexual. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, that's why it's so difficult for a Jewish woman to find a Jewish man to marry in many cases because she can't find a guy who's not gay. And he goes, and these gay guys, they leave and go to Hollywood, and they become the screenwriters, and they run Hollywood, and that's why we're being pushed with a gay agenda. It's 16 years he told me this, 16 years ago. It's 2006. And I thought, wow, this is crazy. But he's telling me the truth. He goes, now, he goes, if I, if you tell them that I've told you this, I'll lose my badge on my taxi and I will no longer be able to drive taxi in New York City. I said, well, I'm not going to say it to anybody. I don't care. I said, you're telling us the truth. And then a few months later, actually a couple of years later, we were in Aspen and we were at a hotel there and they were having some type of Jewish convention. And there was a Jewish lady sitting by the pool and she's, you know, in her 40s. You know, I'm in my 50s, and I'm talking to her, and she's really nice. You know, she's been drinking, and she basically was not real happy with her life. And I asked her, I said, well, you know, is your, are you here with your husband? She goes, no, my husband's died. And I said, can I ask you a question? I said, are you going to marry and have another Jewish husband? She goes, probably not. I said, is it true that almost all the Jewish men coming out of New York and who are part of y'all's religion are now gay? And she goes, yeah, it's true. Now, I understand there's Jewish guys, and I know a few of them who aren't gay. I got that. I'm not saying that every Jewish guy is gay. But what I'm saying is this. That's the culture that runs Hollywood. That's the culture. It's the gay Jewish mafia that runs the theater stuff in New York City. And it's the gay Jewish mafia that runs Hollywood. Why do you think they give this power of the dog like a hundred different awards about some this is this is, the whole movie's perverted. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the plot. I, I, I watched a preview of it online. Bleh! It'll, it'll make you throw up, though. It's, it's nauseating. But the point is, this is the group that believes that if you're if the gods of hermaphrodite, if you're homosexual, you're closer to God than a straight person is, and if you're a transgender, you're even closer. That's why they push the transgender Baphomet Einsoff mess all the time. Because they're always trying to push their narrative as to what they want their reality to be to make the world as awful as they possibly can to resurrect their serpent god. That's the group that runs the planet, and they run Hollywood, and they run the media, and, 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 and. They're a Kabbalist, Luciferian sect of a sex-death cult. And they're the ones that basically have blackmailed everybody, including the mess that's happened with Jeffrey Epstein, to believe and to do exactly what they tell them to do. That's what they're saying with Trudeau now, that Trudeau has been completely and totally blackmailed in a Jeffrey Epstein type of, how should I say, (laughs) 
intrigue, how would you say, blackmail scheme, I guess you'd call it. And this is who the group is that runs the planet. It's the same-sex death cult that runs the, the Mexican drug and death cartels. You know, now a Mexican cartel, they've got a video having a cannibal school forcing recruits to eat human flesh and to basically eat human hearts of the people they've killed. It's all part of this satanic worship that's going on over and over and over again. And they're the group that control the narrative. And you think, well, why doesn't other show why don't other shows talk about this? It's dangerous, quite frank with you. And, and then what ends up happening, we already been, we were taken off of YouTube over four years ago now. Over four years ago, probably five years ago. I can't remember anymore. It's been so long. Because we were doing these shows like we're doing right now before COVID ever happened. And YouTube straight yoked us for copyright violation. And I'm like, what do we do with copyright violation? And we called them up, emailed them, did everything we could. Nothing, 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 no response. Every episode was taken down by like two, whatever that was supposed to mean. And so we just pulled the whole thing off of YouTube as far as the Ted Nelson Brewer show. If you wonder why we're not on we were taken down before anybody else was taken down. And once you understand that when you start doing this, you're deplatformed, you start talking about it, you're deplatformed, and suddenly you begin to realize that maybe if you do this, you're going to have to deal with all the blowback from it. That's why people don't talk about it. Because, guys, once you dig it deep enough and you start going into this ditch and you start looking at the ditch, you got water coming up from the ditch, you got something down there, it's leaking. You're digging and you're digging and you're digging. You finally get down to the ditch, down to the bottom of the ditch where the hole is and where the water's coming out of. There's an international Kabbalist banker looking at you going, oh, you found me. You came down the rabbit hole deep enough. Here I am. Oh, by the way, nothing to see here. Move on. <laughs> you go, wait a minute. What are you doing in the ditch to start with and why are you doing this? And it's just that's the group that runs the planet. That's why it's all subterfuge. They do it at night. They do it in the dark. That's why Kennedy says they do it by covert, by, by covert means. They do it in the middle of the night. Remember the article, like the video that I played for you, his speech to the newspaper association? And he said that this group was running the planet. They were doing it through covert. Some people even said that he said covet means. It's all about greed. It's all about taking over the planet one bank at a time. Look at also talked about with SunTrust. Hostile takeover. Start buying outstanding shares of stock, and eventually you control the board, and eventually you basically bring the whole bank together. This is the planetary rulers who want to have a one-world government under Klaus Schwab who say that Merkel and Putin and Trudeau and Macron are students of his monetary policy and students of what they've been teaching them to do to bring in the one-world government. That's the group that runs the planet, these Luciferian Kabbalists. That's who they are. It's who they've always been, guys. It's the same group that did Chapter 6 of Genesis when everything was evil all of the time. A lot of – I'm going to go esoteric for a second. A lot of these guys are not even humans, all right? They're, they've, got, they've, got, they've got Nephilim DNA in them. They, they've had their empathy and their sympathy bred out. They don't care what they do to you or me or children. My God, they're trying to, trying to inject six-month-old babies that's going to sterilize them, turn them into hermaphrodites if it doesn't kill them with myocarditis. How does a doggone six-month-old baby tell you my heart hurts? How does a child is six months old and they get myocarditis with this stupid death shot, how does that six-month-old baby say to the doctor, my chest hurts, doc, something's wrong? They can't. They sit there and scream and scream and scream until they die. And this is what they want. They don't care. And see, and this is the group that runs the planet. These are genocidalists. They don't care. 
They want to destroy the population out of the 500 million so that their, their 200,000 leaders can have 2,500 slaves all to themselves, to do their own, and have enough people just to run the machineries and maintain enough infrastructure to allow them to continue to breed and fill the world with evil, 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 as they did in Genesis chapter 6. And this is the same group that we've got to expose and talk about, but we don't want to. We want to pretend like they're not real. We want to pretend like they're in the shadows, so therefore we can't say anything about them. And we want to pretend like, okay, if we don't do this, if we don't do that, you know, we're not going to be able to see the truth. Well, the reality is, is if we do, is like I said last week, and I'm, I'm kind of flustered right now, so you have to excuse me. Like I said last week, this Christianity ship, we went to a movie last night, or to, to, to church yesterday, and, and it was a good service. I got to give the guys good, it was a good service. The music was insanely too loud. I had to go sit out in the lobby, but they had the husband and wife team were up and they were doing a scenario on proper, having proper marriages and they got some really good advice. You think they talked about masks? Nope. You think, did they talk about injections? Nope. Do you think they talked about anything with Ukraine? Nope. Do you think they brought up any political anything? Nope. They didn't do it. Why? Because they're not going to. Well, hey, guys, the, the, the Christian ship in the United States, as far as being part of the establishment and fixing stuff, as far as being relevant, that ship is basically sunk. And we're on the life raft right now. And we have to continue to do everything we can do in order to tell people the truth if we know the truth. I appreciate you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. You guys are absolutely awesome. I love you guys. You guys are just Amazing to me. Always remember this. We can do all things through Christ. This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad. And keep your hearts and minds focused on Jesus. Also, go ahead and finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Well, it's very well said. And you know, you're exactly right. A lot of people don't consider this. When you're injecting a six month old, even a year old, with experimental shots, this is complete experimental technology. I mean, it, they haven't even been doing studies on humans on this stuff for much, what, over a year and a half now, a little over a year and a half. They started in summer 2020. That's where we're at with it. Yeah, that's they're talking about injecting the six-month-olds. They can't say anything. They don't know what's going on. They can't say my chest hurts. My heart feels like it's about to rip out of my chest. It feels like I got an elephant stepping on my rib cage. That's what it feels like. Pericarditis, the mild form of that, which Ted and I have both had, it's incredibly painful. Myocarditis is even worse. We're seeing now that myocarditis is like one of the main symptoms for this injection. So you got Moderna and Pfizer and Fauci and the FDA go, hey, you know what? Let's go to the bad ideas factory again. Let's just start injecting six-month-olds with this injection that's killing grown adults, grown adults that are healthy athletes dropping dead on soccer fields and football fields and in hospitals, dropping dead with massive heart attacks from myocarditis. Let's take this substance as experimental. Let's start injecting it into six-month-olds and one-year-olds and two-year-olds. You know, it's a good idea, right? Totally, totally good idea. Let's, let's just see what happens. Yeah, there's something going on with this, as we knew, and it's sad that parents actually would put their children in these clinical trials. Horrific. Debilitating. I mean, just, just unbelievably horrible. That's what happens when you start allowing the pharmaceutical industrial complex to run the country, at least run huge portions of it. Exactly what we're seeing right now. 
And as this is starting to occur, you have to remember it's so important to keep your immune system strong. Continue to keep your mind strong. Continue to keep your body strong. At least exercise a couple times a week if you can. Try to have progressive training where you continue to do, you know, more reps or more weight, obviously in a safe manner, whatever, you know, you're, you're capable of doing. Don't extend yourself past, you know, if you have an injury or something like that. But it's so important that people start realizing that there's a lot of stuff coming. And the only way to be able to stand up to this is to be able to physically and mentally resist it. And you have to know the truth and you have to have the strong mental well-being and physical well-being to do so. So I encourage people continually stay in shape and stay strong. And if you have to, if you don't have any, get some firearm training. At least go to the range and get some trigger time in. Understand the basic dynamics of your weapon and basically how to clear a jam or malfunction or stovepipe in your weapon and changing magazines in a timely fashion successfully. The least basic understanding of that, please, is so important as a duty of Americans. Also, too, in other news, I saw this research I wanted to bring up real quick. This is really cool. There's a new study that just came out uh, beginning, middle of last year, and uh, the abstract title was Effects of Vitamin C Supplementation on Glycemic Control and Cardiovascular Risk Factors in People with Type 2 Diabetes. And interesting, what they did was they had 28 studies were included in the review, and the conclusion came out. They said evidence from short-term studies suggests that vitamin C supplementation may improve glycemic control and blood pressure in people with type 2 diabetes. That's really big deal, by the way. This is why we've had such good success with our vitamin C antioxidant formula. It's an incredibly good product. It's got the vitamin C. It's got the quercetin. It's got the bioflavonoids. It's unbelievably good for the body. It's good for the heart. It's good for the respiratory system. It's good for the immune system. It's good for the vascular system. And again, when you see research like this, it's talking about helping out with blood pressure and type 2 diabetes. This is why I've continually encouraged people. If you're having an issue with blood sugar, give us a call and we'll be happy to give you some overall, you know, advice on how to maintain healthy blood sugar. There's definitely no question about it. It's very, very important. You continue to try to take care of your body the best you can naturally. Now, I'm not telling you to come off any medications or any drugs or anything like that. What I'm saying is if you're on that, you need to talk to your doctor about it. But we've even helped that with Doug Hagman and numerous other people in getting the body strong and helping strengthen the pancreas and getting blood sugar and blood pressure under control. And the biggest one's cholesterol. It drives me to up to no end when I see people and they call in and they're basically on Lipitor and these statin drugs for cholesterol. And I'm like – what are you doing, man? Well, my doctor said my cholesterol is at 205. You know, my HDLs are great, but my cholesterol is at 205, so i got to be on Lipitor as a preventative measure. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You need to talk to your doctor about that, about getting off of it, man. This stuff's unbelievably horrible for you. It's one of the most prescribed drugs in the United States now, and there's a reason why. It makes you very, very sick long-term. It's hard on the kidneys. It's hard on the muscles. It's hard on everything, especially hard on the hormone production on the body. Remember, your body needs cholesterol to produce testosterone. Your body doesn't have cholesterol. You don't have proper testosterone in the body. That's why it's very important eating, say, whole eggs, avocados, wild-caught salmon, so forth, fish like that, and taking omega-3 fats, flaxseed oil, cod liver oil, or ultra-omega. It's so important you're getting healthy fats in your diet on a regular basis. Too many people look at fats negatively. Oh, I don't, I don't eat fat. I don't want fat. That's the worst thing you can do is not eat fat. Fats are crucial for the body. They're crucial for the brain. They're crucial for the heart. And if you do have 
absolutely high cholesterol and it's something that's really starting to get out of control, A, you need to start looking at your diet because that's usually primarily based on your diet. Secondly, you can look at things like the cod liver oil and the cholesterol X. The cholesterol X has the polycosinol in it. So there's lots of options. That's why we encourage people, if you need anything, please give us a call at healthmasters.com. We actually still pick up our phone. Unlike a lot of companies, you don't have to sit there and go through 50 prompts to try to find some person in India that doesn't know who you are, what you're talking about. We do the best we can to help out all of our customers as much as we can. So thank you for the support. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com, the HGH Stimulate, if you guys know, it's on Super Sales still right now, the Purple Sticks in stock, the Immune Support Kit, the Food Buckets, the Two Packs, the Four Packs, the Testo Plus on sale for Product of the Week, lots of stuff that we constantly have going on. And also, you guys vote for what you want to see win as product of the week this Wednesday, the magnesium brain food and the ultimate multiple capsules are going back and forth, neck and neck. I've seen a lot of people voting both. Those are, those are really good products. Those are two that I take every day, ultimate multiple and the magnesium brain food. So be sure to vote. I, I like getting people involved in stuff like that. And I like seeing what people like. And also it gives me an, an opportunity to put stuff on sale that customers really want. So it keeps me connected with the customers and the health masters family. So we try to do our best to help everybody out and keep everybody as healthy as possible in this situation that we're currently in right now. So again, my friends, keep your immune system strong. Stay strong. Stay sharp. Keep getting the truth out there. Get the real truth and real news out there of what's happening right now. With everything that's occurring and all the fake news and propaganda, it is crucial people focus on what's really happening and continue to wake people up the best we possibly can because we're all making a difference in this fight together, but we all have to be active in it. Thank you again for the support, my friends. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>